0: Hey guys, before we get into the show, I'd like to take a moment to introduce our podcast partners, ScriptUp. Up. Script Up is a new coverage service created to help screenwriters improve their writing and unlock the potential in their stories through detailed feedback reports and video call consultations. I have personally vetted their services and I can honestly tell you they will provide a detailed analysis of your script along with useful notes and even a biography of the reader so you know exactly who is reading your script. Head to scriptupstudio.com and enter discount code TSN10 for 10% off today. And now let's get to the show. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Screenwriters Network podcast. The Screenwriters Network is the largest Discord server of screenwriters in the world. And on this show, we interview members of the community. I'm your host, Smish. And today we're going to be talking to Andy Erickson. She's a screenwriter, a stand-up comedian, and an actress. Her username is Gigawatt in the server. Welcome to the show, Andy. Thanks for being here.
1: Hello. gigawatt! That's my (laughs) catchphrase. I'll
0: have to ask you about that later.
1: (laughs) Gigawatt! Gigawatt! Gigawatt's up!
0: (laughs) Okay, so to give our listeners a little history on you, you came in third place on NBC's last comic, Standing. You have a recurring role on the TV series Scream Queens. You recently released your first comedy special called Unicorn Style. Uh, Your screenplays have placed as second rounders at Austin Film Festival and the Sundance Episodic Lab. And most recently, you placed as a finalist in the Walt Disney Television Writing Program. Uh, You're a moderator on the Screenwriters Network Discord server, and you run our Twitter account. And you're currently enrolled in the Screenwriting MFA Program at, at Cal State Northridge. And also, you really like uh, squirrels, wizards, <laughs> and unicorns. Yes,
1: I know my credits just get better and better yes. as it I goes think on. The best for yeah, the last. and she likes squirrels. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> yes, and
0: Pokemon. But anyway, so <laughs> she loves Pokemon. Okay, so my first question for you is: What came first, stand up or screenwriting?
1: Okay, that's actually a really good question, and I've never Thank been you. asked it. No <laughs> yeah. way.
0: No. Okay, I'm off to a good start.
1: Yeah, and what's weird is like, it, the weirdly enough, I guess maybe people would assume stand up came first, mm-hmm. but I actually started writing in fourth grade. I started writing plays, like seven minute plays, for something called Destination Imagination or Odyssey of the Mind. I don't know if you've Whoa. heard of that, but no, they go but it into schools. Trippy. It's so cool. It's like they have kids in school, like middle schoolers. They start at, or no, elementary because it was fourth grade. And they 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 give them like a prompt and then you have to like write a play and then you perform it and then you compete. And I was always in charge of writing the plays because I just wanted to. So I started writing like little seven minute one. One was about two pizza shop owners who were in a fight called Pepe and Rony. They got into a fight, and, you know. So yeah, I started writing like little plays. As a kid, and then I started doing stand-up when I was twenty. So right. A screenwriter for like 30 yeah. years almost. <laughs> that Wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did think, you know, oh, probably stand up first. and then mm-hmm. she decided to do screenwriting as well. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that your experience as a comedian helps you now when you're writing screenplays?
1: Oh gosh, absolutely. It's screenwriting and comedy are each different skills, but they I think they both help each other. And as a standup, I've just I you learn to write for yourself. You learn to find your identity, you learn comedic timing and and just, you just kind of explore different subjects and you're always thinking creatively, like as a comedian, I'm constantly looking for jokes. So that prepares you as a writer. Cause you kind of are constantly pulling from your surroundings when you write scripts too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I encourage everyone to try stand up or any, everyone, but I think especially with screenwriters, yeah. I think it's a good tool because you can try characters too. And that's a good way to learn what mm. a character would do and say is if you actually like take it on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how do you come up with ideas and what's your process when you're writing, let's say, a TV pilot?
1: TV pilots go, I have a, a file in my phone called Hype. I don't know, because I remember having like someone in the industry was like, you got to create hype. So I was like, oh, I need hype. So anytime there's something that <laughs> that like, like that is like that pulls me in a direction where you get excited about, I put it in that folder. And then whenever I'm ready to start a new project, I'll kind of go to that that folder and like pick from it. If I don't already have something, because a lot of times you just come up with idea and you just run with it right from the bat. and You don't really know where it started. You just have the idea and all of a sudden you're writing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But do you start with like a comedic situation or do you look more to add comedy in the characters? I
1: I think I start with like some, a premise or a theory, like my, my, my script about a girl trapped in a video game. I just loved the concept of, of like, what, what is life and who are we? And it actually started off as like an afterlife thing where you find out You you wake up and you find out you were were in a video game. And then I kind of took it from there. And as far as like the main character, I pull from a lot of times other comedians that I know, like just just and from myself, but just like just like the zany people in this world who are so over the top. I like to just pull from just the types of people in my life. Mm hmm to create the characters. Yeah. I like yeah. man child children, you know, like a man child, but I like women children, <laughs> which sounds so weird, but I love women that just behave like children. I think yeah. they're really funny.
0: Oh, cool. They are funny. I agree. Um, okay. So comedy is hard. H- have you ever been <laughs> <laughs> Period. period? God. Are you ever tempted to write in another genre? Oh my
1: gosh. What's, Yeah. And it's like, I love comedy so much, but I'm finding I love drama because I love being sad. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. A good cry is very therapeutic. Yeah. Like, I wish there was, you know, how you go to the stand up show to laugh. Like, I wish Mm -hmm. there were just like stand up shows just for (laughs) crying, (laughs) where someone just goes and just really tries to make you cry. Tells you some really sad, dramatic story. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone's like, I feel like that should exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We like a try sad, it. emotional movie. You should try it and we'll see how that goes. No, I'm looping you in. I'm not already a stand up comedian, so I don't think that I would be the right one to do it. Well, but I think you
1: should. Maybe like a stand up show where you just try to scare people. Maybe you could do like a horror stand up show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be really fun. You
1: could tell like scary stories.
0: Yes, yeah, and then like ghost stories on stage.
1: Yes. And then jump out and scare people.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. This is this is really brilliant. We need to stop talking about this on the I know. Someone's going to take it. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) moving on, how does your experience as an actress help you when you're creating characters in your screenplays?
1: Oh, my gosh, that was so helpful to me to be an actress because I honestly had no like I had no desire to be an actress. I'll just quick tell people how I became an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, So Ryan Murphy, he produces and writes and he was doing Scream Queens and they had a part for a girl who had Marfan syndrome. So they were searching like really? the Internet for someone with Marfan syndrome. And so I got found on Twitter and like they found me on Twitter because I post about my heart condition and they called mm-hmm. me in. And I auditioned, and it was my first ever audition, and it was in front of these, like, fancy, like, audition people. I don't even know what they're called. Casting directors? Oh, right. Yeah. Fancy auditioners. Yeah, I think Uh, that's what they're called. (laughs) Casting people. Yes, exactly. You know. and. And I like, it was my first ever audition. And then like, I did the tape, sent it in and I was like, Oh, well, I'm not going to get this role. So I just like went camping. And then while I was camping, I was like trying to find service. Like you've got the part, come back. Where are oh you? My God. So it was my first ever. Und- and all of a sudden, like now I'm an actress and like this, yeah. like fancy TV show where I was in like four episodes and like had tons of lines. Well, the first episode, the other episodes didn't have too many lines, but it was just like, Oh wow. Now I'm an actress. And just being it so to answer your first question yeah get um, to the point please yes I'm, I love to ramble <laughs> No, um, just kidding that was yeah. a great story <laughs> uh being an actress it just showed me um what it's like to 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 see a script and then pull from it mm-hmm. and then act because like ultimately that's the point is to have people playing the role and I think I lose sight of that sometimes I'm not right but as an actress you you look at everything you're looking for clues and you're trying to like make it your own. And also like, you don't have to listen to what the the person says too. If they they say you talk in a certain way, you don't even have to do that as an actress. It's all kind of up to the director. So it Mm -hmm. helped me like as a writer to just, sometimes I'll stress out like, Oh, how should I frame this person or this moment? And it's like, make it so that it makes sense on the page. And so you're telling a really good story on the page and let the actors and directors do the work and try. And, you know, obviously you want it to be good and make sense and, and help convey the story, but like it, you don't have to be what's it called? Like you can be like married, married to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, do you have any advice then for screenwriters who are stressing out, uh, stressing out about, you know how to write a character intro and a character description and you know should they specify the inflection on certain lines in dialogue like does all that shit just not matter
1: (laughs) see it (laughs) definitely I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say no I'm just kidding um I I think it varies by actor too and and by what role like if 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 it's a smaller role um, it, I could, but personally, and maybe this is totally wrong. I like when there are instructions in a script because it, it helps me as an actress to kind of, then it, it does help me as an actress, but I can totally see how a director would be like, no, you don't need that. That's a waste of time or, or it doesn't add to it. But I liked, and I also like examples of current like when they use like an example of who they have in their mind for that part because that really just makes it come to life but I feel like that some people have problems with that too
0: Mm -hmm. but it can be confusing as a writer because you get told don't do
1: this or then you
0: hear from someone in the industry who says that's bullshit you can do whatever you want (laughs) right Um, So you're talking about, like, a character description that says, you know, she's like Mm -hmm. Melissa McCarthy or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to act like her. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're saying that
1: is helpful for the actress. I mean, it's helpful for me. But at the same time, I'm trying to remember how I was described for my character. But to be honest, I don't even really think there was too much. So I think more often than not, there's not that much. And, they, you know, you kind of let the actor... Do it. And that's what I do in my own scripts. I've got notes where it's like, oh, you don't really describe these actors very much. And part of me is like, well, I, I like the reader to put them in their head and let them right. do it yeah but that's maybe that's lazy though <laughs> that's yeah I'm well, I think I wanted we the need a reader little help just... <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: we need a little guidance because mm-hmm. we can picture anything I I do find it frustrating when they don't give me enough when I'm mm-hmm. reading a script and it's like okay I, I don't yeah. know what I'm picturing in my mind at all so mm-hmm. you need a little something but yeah I guess and I think it's such
1: it's such a great opportunity to show your voice as a writer so I think mm-hmm. taking those opportunities to, to show who you are and like the voice of the script. And that's what I need to get better at is like, oh, yeah, because that video game script, I could I should make it more silly and weird because the script's silly and weird. So have fun with it. And that was one note I got that I really liked. Cool. Cool. All right. I got a big question for you now.
0: Oh, my gosh. What is the Walt Disney television writing <laughs> program? and t- can you tell us about the process of
1: getting into that? Oh absolutely I'm I'm excited to talk about this. Um, so there are a series of fellowships that writers can submit to and sometimes they are for like diverse writers, women, LGBTQ, um, people of different backgrounds, cultures, um, genders. And their goal is to infuse different writing rooms with people that may have be- been overlooked. And there's a ton of them. So there's like WB, mm-hmm. there's Fox. Well, now I guess Fox might be part of the Disney one. So <laughs> right, yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah. NBC. And there are these programs that they kind of work with you over a series of either weeks, months, to, or even a year to just help get you staffed. And they're very focused on just working with writers. And it's one of the ways to break into the industry is to try to get a fellowship. And they're actually pretty effective if you can get in, but they're incredibly competitive, but I, everything's competitive. So I encourage everyone to try. So the ABC Disney one is ABC and Disney are now one company and, and they have, they have these programs where they yeah where they they actually hire you for a year and you get paid a salary and they help get you a, a staffing job
0: that's amazing so yeah. how did you because you you were a finalist in this so yeah. how did you get in like did you submit
1: one of your pilots or what was the process so for the ABC Disney they are now asking for two original pilots or one original pilot and a spec whereas prior it had been two specs or uh, Maybe they hadn't been two specs. Well, it's kind of changing. But what's nice now is you can do two original scripts, which is great because I don't, uh, specs are are so hard because they change year by year. So now you can do two original pilots. And I submitted back in May, and then they narrow it down to, to semi-finalists and then finalists. And then, yeah, they pick eight. Whoa. Yeah.
0: wait you were one of the eight
1: no that oh, would be winner that's the winner but oh okay I will share yeah. that they started out that's they, they started out with um 1800 applications around and they narrowed down from 1800 to 60 so I was in the 60 and then I did phone interviews and I had phone interviews they narrowed it down to 24 and I was in that 24 and I did in-person interviews and then didn't end up getting oh, it but wow it, it and was that's still where really you lost critical. them Yes, yeah, in what person. What, what did out. you do wrong? Honestly, do you have any idea? <laughs> probably so many things because yeah. I'm so weird. Right. But, but <laughs> yeah, I love you so much. That's so funny. Thanks. What is wrong with you as yeah. a person? Let's yes. figure this out. <laughs> no, writing I, mean, was I okay. imagine you had to be so Absolutely. competitive. And oh like my gosh. you've got
0: twenty four amazing mm-hmm. writers. How yeah. do you pick? You know, oh my I, gosh, don't, yeah. I don't know how they pick.
1: No. And that's how that's kind of how I thought, too. Like they only had a few spots for comedy writers, a few spots for drama. They right. had all these people from all over the country and and com- incredibly com- and all nice, awesome people who are like kind of in the industry, some of them and others mm-hmm. are just like a guy from Nebraska who just started mm-hmm. writing a couple years ago, had an amazing, interesting story to tell. Because a lot of it is just, they just want to find interesting people who have lived interesting lives or open to being vulnerable about their lives in their scripts. Like they love that kind of stuff. So it's it's not so much about pure talent. It's about talent also knowing who you are and what you can offer to a writer's room beyond, because it's perspective. They just, what they need, they need new perspectives in writer's rooms.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you feel like any kind of jealousy or hatred towards the people who got in? (laughs) None. I'm gonna find them
1: one by one and destroy their lives <laughs> honestly I don't I don't harbor okay. anything like that and that's, that's kind good. of what's helped me in my career as you do things I am just happy for people like in comedy you see good. people getting like late nights and things like that but you're like oh no there's enough room for everyone yeah and not getting the program this year doesn't mean I won't ever and also like of course. I've only just started submitting. Some of the people had been submitting a few times. And this was my first time submitting to ABC Disney and to get that far. You should be really proud. Yeah. I'm I'm working on it. (laughs) I'm proud of
0: you. Thank you. Yeah. You're so talented. That's amazing (laughs) that you did that. So what else did you learn from that
1: experience? And I, I know this is something you've talked about in another episode, but so I submitted two scripts, one about wizard college, one about a girl trapped in a video game and one of those scripts, the video game one, did become a second rounder in in Austin. But my video game script, I submitted to like eight things and got nowhere. It didn't advance into any in any contest. But in here, like the executives loved it. They loved the video game concept. Like I talked to other executives who said that they remembered reading my script and they really liked it. And that script is what was like the, one of the main things that got me into that program. So it's weird to get all this feedback of like, oh, these scripts aren't good enough scripts, and yet they got me into this program. So
0: right, so those other so... people are obviously wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's so subjective, it's and you so can't subjective rejection is just part of it. And I think those are the people who survive in this industry are people who can take rejection and then move on. So it's like yeah. that's that's just part of it, and it's it can... that... yeah. It can be
0: really confusing, though, to mm-hmm. know when you get a rejection, is that one that you should listen to or not?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, like you mm-hmm. could get rejected from some other really big contests and mm-hmm. think, well, they they would know. So I guess I suck and mm-hmm. I'll just give up. But, mm-hmm. you know, what were those other contests that you were rejected from? Okay, um, Austin, Page okay. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Totally.
0: Sure. these are the biggest yes, screenwriting the big competitions
1: lunch. in the world she's listing right now sure so, scripts that was not super yeah. big but they liked one of my other scripts big. i was a semi they got
0: name. uh what's his name jeremy irons
1: Ooh. Right, on
0: the uh jury oh yeah. yeah i like to brag about that when i get into short scripts <laughs> yes. which i do every year No, just yes. half, like twice but yeah awesome. yeah those are really big contests. Mm-hmm. so i think that goes to show like just don't give up yep Think Unless about. you actually do suck, then maybe. Yeah,
1: you know. But honestly, uh, here's the thing, though. I've I've submitted maybe five or six scripts to a ton of contests and festivals. If I hadn't gotten any sign, that's a bad sign. I think if you submit 500 or nine I'll say 100. If you submit to 100 contests with a bunch of scripts and don't do anything, yeah. Then, yeah, time to pack F- it in. Get some, yeah, maybe we maybe can get some more with, like, feedback. Some... Get yeah. some more feedback because keep working on your writing before yeah. you submit to more contests so you don't yes. waste a ton of money. Don't. Yeah. No. And yeah. submit early because you save so much money by submitting early. <laughs> that's very true. I track mm-hmm. the early
0: deadlines of all the contests that mm-hmm. I enter so that I can submit on the last day of the early deadline and oh, get the cheapest that's great. price.
1: Oh, that's so good.
0: Yeah. I have a spreadsheet. You know, yeah, (laughs) Rodriguez and I made a
1: spreadsheet. He's Mm -hmm. my co-writer. And yeah, we shared it with you actually, but you have a spreadsheet too. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I'm actually working on for those listening. uh, We we like to help other writers and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're working on encouraging people to use spreadsheets. Yeah.
0: We got (laughs) spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool. So have you ever been heckled while you're screenwriting? (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. I'm just kidding, obviously, unless <gasps> your husband's so in the funny. background heckling you. I but wish. what's the
0: equivalent of heckling for a screenwriter?
1: You know what? That is such a good question. But I think I I like to write sometimes on airplanes because I travel a lot for, for comedy and for work. And heckling for me would be someone looking at my screen. <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, it makes me so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Like and, and, and you know what? They're probably not even looking at it. But I can just tell. I was like, someone's kind of looked towards me and then mm-hmm. i'm like but like who cares if they read a few lines like of your dumb script <laughs> you know so it's yeah. just like that's heckling to me or if someone i guess started typing on my key- keyboard over my shoulder they might be heckling but, you in their mind like judging mm-hmm. you yeah. inner heckling totally yeah i should just write a script about like being on an airplane and then type it while i'm on an airplane Oh,
0: really I don't cool. think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so
0: do you only write half-hour TV pilots, or do you have any interest in features?
1: I write, I have written up, a, a, a co-written a pilot called Abby, and it, about the day that my dad died. So it's a little heavy, but it's kind of mm-hmm. a dramedy because it's, he died when I was at a comedy festival when I was 22 or 23. And so it's about the road trip there where he was alive. I find out he, he died. And then it's the road trip back. where like, there's just a ton of chaos. So it's, it's, it's actually like a buddy adventure funeral movie, (laughs) which there are actually a lot of indie movies about death. So Um, I just, you know, I'm just through in standup comics and we'll get, We'll get Jim Carrey and, <laughs> and Amy Schumer. So you Schumer. do have
0: interest in, mm-hmm. in features.
1: Yes. And I'm, I'm working on another feature. But I'm like, I almost don't want to say what it's about because I'm afraid of it getting stolen. But I, I, mm-hmm. I honestly think movies don't really, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. That's another topic. But yeah. it's I'm working on a heist movie. So an, Cool. Uh, you don't have to tell us
0: heist. what it's about. Okay, yeah.
1: cool. I'll yeah. tell you after the, after yeah. the
0: podcast you can tell me later. <laughs> All right. So what TV show would you love to be a writer on, or would you prefer to only be a writer on your own TV show?
1: Oh my gosh. Obviously dream would be to show run your own show, mm-hmm. write it, control it, get to hire your friends in the writing room and just have yeah. fun every day oh, yeah. <laughs> writing, writing script. Dope. I know, right? Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. Um, uh, But gosh, I would love to be in a writer's room and any, I have some experience in writer's rooms, um, writing like a pilot for E and the writer's room. And that was just like, there's like eight of us and we were just kind of writing the pilot then we filmed it and presented it. But that was so fun. Like writer's rooms are just the most, it's just so fun. Like I get why everyone wants to be a writer and I get why people want to be TV writers because it's, it's so fun.
0: Is it like a pizza party or what makes it so it's fun? It's
1: totally a pizza party because you get there and like, and, and you hear about this, you get there in the first hour, you just kind of like hang out, talk, and then you order food like immediately. So then you're just ordering food and then you eat food and then you I work on, on the farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pizza party. Yeah. So it's just like fancy food from like all these places and you can order wherever you want. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel like a poor kid who got taken in by like fancy rich family <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how do you guys collect all your ideas in the writer's room is there like a head writer and you guys are all like oh this could happen and this could happen and then there's one person who puts it all together in a finished uh, screenplay or how does that work
1: well in this case it was for um my friend he pitched the show as his show so we did like a, a like a whiteboard where we all pitched ideas for the show and just throwing them out there and then he had the final say since he was basically i guess like the showrunner him and then his um, he had a manager there who was also helping, who was also a producer slash manager. And then the executive producer was also there and he kind of had a say, but he kind of like went to us cause like he wanted, he wanted kind of just what we wanted. And then I got tasked with writing the cold open, which was like a comic, like a series of jokes explaining like the history of the, the topic that we were discussing. And so I got to, I just, they sent me out into a room and they had me write it on my own. And then I came back, pitched it, got notes, went back, wrote it again. And then we all kind of submitted. We actually used one big Google doc where we put everything and then we gave notes to everyone in the Google doc. And that was really great too. And then, yeah, the main showrunner picked what he wanted and then we took it to air. And then as they were filming in studio, they took feedback while doing it. So they did it once and then did like a cold run through and then made changes and then did it again. In front of a live audience. Wow,
0: it was that's so neat.
1: Fun. Yeah. I say wow
0: a lot on this show, which is something I hate <laughs> about myself. But mm-hmm. it's really cool. I think it sounds yeah. really cool, and I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. um So you wrote a cold open. I think this is a pretty good time to segue to a song you wrote with your. Oh husband. my gosh! It's called <laughs> "Cold Openings," and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna play this song, and then maybe you can tell me a little bit uh, about the um, the history, what 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 went into this writing this song here okay so
1: (laughs) okay cool There it
0: is. All right. So tell me about this song.
1: Oh, my gosh. So this song is called, yeah, Cold Open or Cold Openings. And me and my husband and our friend Derek like to just jam in our little guest room. And it just kind of popped out. And it's it's the process we all go through when starting a script. You just You're lost yeah. and you're scared and it's cold. <laughs> and you're trying to
0: write a character description like we were talking about earlier and yes. i guess in this song you're you're trying to decide how to call this woman what is she a mm-hmm.
1: paleontologist or yeah, yeah or a dinosaur dinosaur or or a senator Or a senator. <laughs> we decide dinosaur and then she, then her first Roar. line of dialogue is raw <laughs> and then we just go Act one. Yep. <laughs> just like, that's all you need. Rawr. Okay. Act one. <laughs> so we want to funny. do like an act one song and an act two song and an act three song just to get it all out there. That's funny. That's awesome. So what makes your voice
0: unique or special? Your voice as a writer, I should say. <laughs> I know we just listened to you singing. My singing voice. <laughs> no, because oh, like know. we were talking about writing for a TV show. Mm-hmm. And so, like, let's say there's some people listening that, you know, work for TV shows and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Why should they hire you? I think my voice is different in that I, I am a woman child, which, you know, I kind of draw from. I, I like to pull from being childlike and having that wonder and excitement for like silly things and what I talked about actually in the ABC Disney thing too because they help you kind of find your voice and things like that was just what I dealt with growing up surrounding my heart condition so I used to keep that a secret and like hide it and things like that Mm -hmm. but now I'm pulling pulling from it in my comedy and in my scripts just stories about you know women and 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 also men too, but people who deal with like chronic pain and, and health conditions. And I just, I grew up being, I don't know. I grew up having a different life because I was in the hospital for most of it. Like I had foot surgery, back surgery, heart surgery, spine surgery, eye surgery, and just lived a life of like, I know what it's like to feel like alone and like, you don't know what is going to come the next day and you don't really know much time you have so having that experience too adds to my writing and I I I grew up also not having a lot of control over my life because you just kind of you know if you're sick you got to go you got to go to the hospital or oh now you have to wear this back brace for three years in middle school that'll be fun (laughs) and and, uh with writing and things like that I like to I like to hack be able like you get to control you get to build worlds so my voice is is built around like building interesting and unique worlds f- for just anything magical to happen <laughs> yes.
0: excellent answer which <clears throat> script are you most proud of
1: oh um, gosh I say right now it's it's the Abby script, the feature script that we're still working on. So it's not mm-hmm. finished. We are on like our fifth or sixth draft. We've gotten so much feedback because we're trying to do something different with the ending and kind of like switching genres throughout. So it's been, mm-hmm. it's been really hard, but yeah, it's true. Like I'm proud of the things that are deep and personal that mm-hmm. try to connect with people. Um, but it's like, I'm also proud of my wizard college script. <laughs> <laughs> I love wizards. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Hmm, wizards okay so uh, you are a moderator on the screenwriters mm-hmm. network discord server and mm-hmm. you run our twitter account which is at s-c-r-n writers n-t-w-k that's so screenwriters <laughs> so, network was taken so anyways <laughs> um, and you run a fun challenge on there
1: called hashtag one minute go explain yes. what that is So it's a weekly challenge, starts on Monday. So go on Twitter, check out every Monday around like 10 a.m. Pacific time, around that time, 10 or 11 a.m. I give a one minute writing challenge. And then you have one minute just, it's just to get your brain going. Like, I'll let you have the examples up. I have to find them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I have a couple of my uh, favorite one minute goes listed here. So here's, here's an example of one. If you were writing a movie titled Toy Story 420, what lines of dialogue would be featured in the trailer?
1: Yes. Oh do my re- gosh. Do you remember
0: what your a- answers were to that one?
1: Okay, yeah. That was a fun one. Okay. So, um, don't freak out, Mr. Potato Head, but I think you make a good bonk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I can't feel my hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm woody, and I'm buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> Which That's is so good. bad. But oh, seriously though, like cool. I encourage everyone to go through and just like read past ones or definitely do the writing challenge, but like people are so funny. Like I die laughing. I love running mm-hmm. this contest because like I just read the responses and it's like writers are just so silly and so funny. And like they'll come up with stuff. It it makes me, I don't know, it inspires me. Yeah. And I've tried some of these on stage too. My really? ones that I've done. Yeah. Of my own. Obviously, I don't steal from anyone. <laughs> right. I did some of the four twenty ones. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Here's mm-hmm. another good one: Olive Garden Apocalypse.
1: Okay, yeah. Let me think. Okay, um, okay. I can eat. I can either eat a breadstick or kick your ass, and I'm all out of breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you heard me. I said table for one. Don't make me say it again. Which I just think would just be so sad mm-hmm. to go to Olive yeah. Garden by yourself. <laughs> like when you're here, your family. You're like, I don't have a family. Oh. Then, um. Son, there's something I need to tell you. You were adopted. (laughs) Which I think would be funny to do at Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, uh, they don't even have olives. (laughs) Uh, There are olives in the salad. Oh, there so are I take issue with that one. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, I didn't do my research. There's black olives, <laughs> which I really enjoy. I love olives too. Mm. Oh my yeah. gosh! Okay, I, I guess okay. I haven't been there in a few years. Maybe they changed their menu.
0: <laughs> Maybe,
1: <laughs> I know. Okay, what
0: is the Sundance Episodic Lab?
1: Oh, that's I basically a fellowship too, where you submit to Sundance and then they pick a few people and they kind of like incubate and help you with your your script with developing your script they do like directing and for te- televisions I think the episodic lab is for television writers
0: mm-hmm.
1: well you en- you should know because you entered it right so yeah. you made the second round <laughs> yeah yeah so, so they yeah. they take people you submit your first five pages of your script and then they go through and then um you know a few people I don't know maybe it's even a couple hundred I have no idea they make it to the second round and they read your full script and then from there they pick like 10 people to be in the program
0: oh okay so that's super competitive as yeah. well did you receive any like helpful feedback or anything from the experience
1: i don't think they gave me any feedback
0: uh-huh, on that bums. one okay.
1: i know what about I... aff
0: because you were a second rounder there sorry to interrupt say what oh, you're no gonna go say. ahead no no no
1: you go <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say too the the disney one they uh the ABC Disney one, like you go in and you, if you are a semi-final, no, oh, semi-final is through the phone interviews. But if you make it to a finalist 24, they come in and they kind of coach you on your interview. So they give you advice on um, just what the interviews are. So you get to meet with them and they actually do give you feedback, which okay. is really great. And I think probably in, yeah, probably in all, like a lot of the fellowships, it's like, they just want to help you. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. But yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 Yeah. 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 cool, yeah. Okay, so (laughs) you're a comedian and an
1: actress. Do mm -hmm. you have
0: a manager or an agent?
1: Right now I just have an agent who is Mm -hmm. my college agent who books um, college gigs and stuff like that. But, which is pretty cool, is starting to branch out into doing writing gigs and things like that. And has some cool. contacts with different writers in the industry. So he's he's helped me apply to a couple um, writing jobs and things like that. Yeah. And then I have, I've had a couple managers in the past who one of them ended up switching gears and becoming a full-on producer. So I'm, I'm currently without a manager. But I still reach out to them and they let me know. Um, When packets are due for different writing jobs. So comedians will often get asked to submit to like late night shows for writing jobs, like writing scripts of of, like desk pieces, like shorter scripts and sketches and things and like one liner jokes for the late night type jokes. Mm -hmm. And then um, just like a lot of like comedy type shows like Sarah Silverman had a show or like on HBO the last week tonight. Is that what it's called? Last weekend. yeah so I I submit to shows like that too so beyond just like t- a typical um sitcom writer comedians get asked to write for like variety type comedy shows as well so I submit to those cool mm-hmm. yeah one yeah. day I'll get one <laughs> you will you will
0: um so a few years ago I had a group of comedians stand-up comedians table read one of my scripts like the first 10 pages yeah and it was amazing they were like riffing off each other and coming up with tons of jokes that I ended up stealing later Um, (sighs) do you get together with your comedian friends and do table reads of your scripts
1: oh absolutely and I actually host a writing group Uh, we haven't done it in a while but we do weekly where we all bring our, our our ideas for scripts and we start from like the pitch and then go all the way to a first draft of a pilot. And we do table reads every week while we're doing that program. So all of us comedians mm-hmm. will read each other's scripts and stuff like that as we go through the process. And it is so fun. Comedians so, are great. So Sometimes yeah. it's super annoying <laughs> when you're just like, okay, yeah. guys, settle down. And you're like babysitting where you're just like, we have to move on. <laughs> right. But-
0: yeah, That's that kind of happened because so I think I had like yeah. eight, eight to ten of them and like they were just going off, you know, and I was just sitting back and they were like, it was like an hour of people oh, making jokes just from mm-hmm. my ten minutes of script.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's but great. was super and I think- fun. Comedians too, like we're good at coming up with ideas and like we're not afraid to like say stupid things, you know, because that's Mm -hmm. like what we do for a living. So it's fun just to get a bunch of people in who are just shouting out different ideas and like running things by. I love that process. I love the group process of, of creating something.
0: Yeah, it's super cool. And I know not everyone has access to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, if you're a member of our Discord server, we do have table reads every two weeks. I don't know how many of the people that show up are stand-up comedians. <laughs> Maybe Giga can can hook yes. you up.
1: I need to come yeah. more. Yeah, to join in.
0: definitely. That would be fun. So you've been on TV. You were on Last Comic Standing. You are on mm-hmm. Scream Queen's. I don't know why I can't say that. <laughs> <is>. Scream McQueen's. <laughs> do you have like all these connections now to producers that you could slip your script to? Have you ever tried?
1: What's interesting is that like, I am lucky in that I do have a ton of people I know in the industry and I just don't use them. Like I'm not good at networking in business. I'm just not. But I've also lived by the 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 philosophies that I want to be really good when people see me. And I think I'm just getting to that point where I feel comfortable sharing my scripts because I didn't feel comfortable sharing a script with people when I, I hadn't, I'd only written one or two, you know, but it's like now I feel like after the ABC Disney and, and doing, um, advancing in Austin that like now I have that confidence so I'm I'm actually hopefully going to be doing that now because I went the comedy route for a reason I didn't want to be a comedian I wanted to be a writer and I was told okay if you want to be a writer I was told to do comedy because I wanted to like work on Saturday Night Live or like work as like a late show or a television writer and I've just heard that like you can build a name for yourself as a comedian and it actually was a really great route so if anyone is like just getting in like and wants to pursue comedy, it does become like a full time job. So it's like, you kind of it's hard to do both. But people do. But comedy is great, because I a lot of my friends have TV shows, and they work on TV shows. And I have all these industry contacts, I'm just not good at bugging people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully they, you know, Mm -hmm. find out about you and your work somehow, I guess, because, yeah, I would be really nervous about Mm -hmm. blowing it, like, Mm because you only get one chance to make a first impression, right? So if you send your work too soon, Mm then they might dismiss you in the future. I'd also be scared about doing something inappropriate. Like it's hard to know when it's okay to ask, could you read my script?
1: Absolutely. But one, I know what's weird is every person I've ever asked a favor for has either ignored me or said yes. And and then if they've ignored me, like I've talked to them again and they've just been like, oh my gosh, I meant to get back to you. I'm so sorry. But it's literally like 90% of people reply and they are more than happy to help me. It's nuts. It's like, there is that fear, but I, I honestly think these are people I have like relationships with who are like my friends, but it's like the second they start to get a little famous, I like, I like shut down and I'm like, I don't want to bug them. Cause I have asked, I have asked friends before who are now relatively famous who didn't reply. They kind of ignored it. And I was like, but you know what? They're busy too. And they're people and you can't let it, you can't let it hurt you. So it's like, if you ask and they don't say anything, that's one thing. But I mean, I like. I submitted a a script to a friend who at the time was just kind of writing on a show. Now she's blown up and is like a producer on a couple shows on HBO and she's huge and awesome. And I, now I just, I feel like that's what she's basing me on is that one script I wrote like five years ago and it was not very good. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks. Uh, You want to send her something else? Like something newer? And here's the thing. I did ask her to read something else and she said she was too busy. Oh, (laughs) So you're right. Maybe I did burn that bridge, but you know what? I think I'm going to try it again. I think I'm going to ask her again because whatever I'll be like, Hey, I know you're super busy. Do you have a second? Yeah. Now now you're just giving me pep talks. (laughs) Do it.
0: (laughs) Yes. I believe in you. you.
1: Um, who are the coolest celebrities that you've gotten to meet? Okay, so I worked with John Stamos on Screen Queens. He was so nice, mm, and then nice. Billy Lord, who's Carrie Fisher's daughter, and yes. Carrie Fisher was um, Princess Leia on Screen Queens. Yes. Billy Lord is amazing, so sweet, so funny, so nice, so creative. I loved her to death. She was so sweet. Um, I also worked with Dave Coulier, so I have John so two Stamos full House. Paper. Yes, I need to work with. Were Mom you in Fuller it. House? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I wish. Um, and I worked with like Bobcat goldthwaite he's hilarious. Yeah. He's such a talented writer too. Um he's really cool. Uh just like Maria Bamford. She's great. Oh, she's, she's a comedian. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I watched she's her show. She's so really funny. So funny. At least so the first weird. season of it. I, I so need to good. catch up I think, but it was really good. Yeah. So many comed- and so many comedians are just really cool people because our job is talking to people Mm-hmm. Um, in like dark rooms and clubs and like you don't really it's hard to get a big head if you're like still doing the grind and like mm-hmm. out and about and interact. you interact with your fans all the time and they feel like they're your friends so I think comedians make good celebrities Nikki Glazer, mm-hmm. she's awesome
0: cool Tons. oh that's great okay uh next question is do you ever reuse a joke that you wrote for a stand-up routine and then put it into a script
1: absolutely yeah (laughs) totally yeah I'll have my characters say some of my jokes and I've also done some jokes about stand-up so I just kind of put my own jokes into their (laughs) stand-up but yeah 100% because I have so many jokes I don't use like I have hundreds of thousands of thousands of jokes so you got to do something with them yeah Absolutely.
0: Okay. That's cool. Um, So now you're taking a screenwriting MFA at Cal State Northridge. Mm -hmm. Is it awesome? And was it hard to get into?
1: I love the program. And Cal State has been so great. I love my cohort of people. I think they got like 78 or maybe 98 submissions and took 13. So it's not great. It's not crazy hard to get into. This program it's not as competitive as like USC or UCLA, which those are a little more prestigious of programs. But I will say that the Cal State program is they are um, working on like they've updated some of their um, facilities and their resources and like they get amazing teachers in there because we're in Hollywood. So I I am so glad I did the program. I was nervous at first. I was like, what am I doing? Like, should I do this program? And now I'm really glad that I did it. I've really enjoyed it. Awesome. How long is it? how long does it go it's for? two years okay and what's really cool too is there's two writers who are currently like wga writers in the group like one writes features and has written a bunch of features that are like actual movies um has worked on movies and then um another writer who's a television writer who has written for comedy central and stuff and he's also stand so like he's in the wga and then people who have like produced stuff and like work with Le- uh, lena dunham on projects and like there's just a really good group of people in, in the cohort itself and just like fun, nice, just like dedicated people, you know, when the program is, is more affordable too. So it's like, it's about 4,000 a semester instead of like 25,000 a semester. Nice. So yeah. yeah, I recommend it. Sweet. Okay. I got to ask, do
0: you have any screenwriter jokes?
1: Okay. So <laughs> I, it's weird. I don't have like any of my act Okay. But I, I was trying to write some <laughs> for this so, show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is so dumb. Okay. Uh, why is it the best idea to write after like a, There's been a lot of wind. You know, like a bunch of wind. But then the wind stops. Why is that good? Because it, it's the final draft. <laughs> oh i get it so bad on the delivery of that one just a little because i
0: thought you were asking me a question for a second there i'm like wait the wind and then the wind stops like that's where you lost me i love it yeah the final draft by the way final draft is a great writing program for screenwriters and if they're interested in sponsoring me give me oh my gosh yes Uh, and if final
1: yeah and if final draft wants to sponsor my comedy act yeah that's cool too uh, I love it when you're like, you lost me. Um, that's how I want people to feel when they're watching my comedy shows. Like like confused. Just like confused and like scared. <laughs> but just like, I'm but, like a little sorry. I'm a little excited. honest I love so, it. Like
0: if I laugh, you know it was really funny. <laughs> but if I'm confused, I'll be like, you know, my what? favorite, my favorite gif or gif um... is that one with Winona writer where she's looking at the math equations around her head in oh, yeah. confusion. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> After that
1: joke, do you have another joke? Um I I have some premises. These aren't <laughs> jokes. But I okay. I think it's so interesting that people and, and we do it in our um screenwriters network too. People still use like typewriters as like mm-hmm. the logo for screenwriting, even oh. though no yeah. one uses them. But Drives it's because they nuts. They look yeah. so cool. Um, but then I was like a realistic, like what would be like a what should be like a realistic logo for a screenwriter. And I was like, I don't know, a dirty MacBook. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's all, that's all yeah. I
0: no, I feel that pain because you know, coming up with a logo for the Screenwriters Network was mm-hmm. like, okay, typewriter is like what everyone does yep. for mm-hmm. anything screenwriting related, yep. but nobody uses typewriters anymore. So I really oh. want to do something more modern, but. A laptop doesn't really look that cool. I know. It's It's just like like a rectangle. Yeah. Unless it's open, I guess, and then you can see the keys. But it's just, it doesn't really scream writing because there's so many things you could do on a laptop. Yeah, I know. It's like
1: video games,
0: watching YouTube.
1: What is this? We need a symbol. (laughs) I know. And even like people use like the old film, like the like reels of film. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in movies, yeah, they use film. But, like, if you go to a movie theater, it's not on film. You're just right. watching, like, I don't know. Well, it might be. but Some of yeah. them. Our it's logo
0: not. is actually a typewriter with film coming out <laughs> instead of paper. But we weren't even the first ones to come up with that. I believe the Austin logo also has oh, okay. that. We didn't copy them intentionally. But there's just not many directions we can go <laughs> No, here, there's not. Because... So. It's just yeah. like a stack of paper. Right. A
1: no, I know. A pencil,
0: but nobody uses that. <laughs> nope. So if anyone yeah. has an idea for a new logo for us, yeah. please yeah. give me a shout.
1: Yeah, if um, anyone wants to revolutionize <laughs> the yes. imagery for logos and shit, will do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: what are you working on now? What's next for you?
1: So I'm working on a pilot called Partners in Crime about a reality television show where people get paired up to commit real crimes. <laughs> so, no one yeah. steal it, but I don't think yeah. anyone will. It's one of those days where you're like, "No, no one wants that." So, yeah. you can keep it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny.
1: Yeah. So, I'm mm-hmm. working on that. I'm working on a short film about chronic pain that I want to like make into an actual film and produce. So, I'm going to try to get that produced.
0: Nice. And
1: yeah, just always writing and working on new comedy specials, trying to get on late night TV and just grinding, always grinding.
0: Yep. Right on. Okay. Well, Andy, if you don't mind sticking around, Mm -hmm. I have a few more fun questions that I'd love to ask you, which will be available to our VIP members only as bonus content. Uh, But for now, tell everyone where they can learn more about you. What's your website, Twitter, discord name,
1: et cetera. So my website for writing is andyericksonwriter.com and my Twitter and Instagram is all Andy Erickson and there's no C in Erickson, so just A-N-D-Y-E-R-I-K-S-O-N. And then I also have a stand-up comedy journal that I self-published called the Stand-Up Comedy Journal. So if anyone wants to try stand-up comedy, go to the com, and you can order a journal and it just gives you writing prompts for writing jokes. So check that out. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us. It was a pleasure
0: having you congratulations on your successes. Uh, Listeners, if you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes, share it on social media, join the discord server and please consider supporting us on Patreon. So you can get access to that sweet, sweet bonus content. I'm your host Smish saying peace out and keep on writing.